Welcome to the 22nd issue of the second edition of Platinum News, all that's new in the Republic of Sexual Health, and tips on how to survive from your badass BXXCH on the desk. Unusually, I'm going to start this issue with a top tip. It's such a good one that I think it deserves mentioning early, before you've lost interest. I have just bought my third induction diffuser plate, having worn out the previous two. This precious item enables you to use non-induction hob-friendly saucepans and, more importantly, coffee pots on an induction hob. You can get the same result by putting your coffee pot inside an induction hob-friendly saucepan, but it's less elegant and, I imagine, will eventually ruin the saucepan in pretty much the same way as I have ruined the two previous diffuser plates. So, if you move or acquire an induction hob, do not throw away all your non-functioning pans, just buy one of these. It's the thing under the coffee pot. The way an induction hob works is through electromagnetism, so you must use a pan which has a magnetic base, i.e. cast iron or steel, but not aluminium, ceramic or copper. Those nice non-stick analon pans don't work, and I now have a couple of really posh camping saucepans as a result. There is also a limit to how many pans you want to use with a diffuser. Along with the diffuser, there came a set of instructions. I reproduce them here for you to enjoy. Personally, I love badly translated instructions, to the extent that I might start making a collection of them. I also love those tiny folded leaflets that accompany medication, printed on something close to Bible paper as it's called in the print trade, and folded many times by folding specialists called pharmaceutical folders. These little leaflets will be one of the last things to withstand the onslaught of digital print on the world as, certainly with the current technology, it's just not possible to print them, or then fold them, if they were to be digitally printed. This is because the paper used is too thin, and for the folding to work the image has to be accurately positioned in exactly the same place on each sheet of paper that's printed. Today's competition is to find the, and there may be only one successful, way of folding the leaflet shown flat here above, and also neatly folded below. It's 64 pages, a page is one side of a sheet of paper, or one side of a panel of a folded sheet, so in the picture you can see 32 panels. The flat size is 248 by 376 millimeters and the folded size is 47 by 62 millimeters. Here's a clue, it folds like a little map. Apologies for the dodgy photoshopping. Brenton has stormed into first place by solving the word finder in shoot 20 to 2. The seed words were lichen sclerosis, though I managed to miss out one letter. Again, he found 121 words, 88 of which could be pluralized bringing the total to 209. He also guessed the seed words, but I was horrified to hear that he checked as working with an online word-finding solver. Why would such a thing exist, if only to frustrate the efforts of your poor editor to find brain teasers that cannot be solved by a simple search in Google? To give him his due, Brenton didn't cheat and add the words he'd missed but still, there may be cheats amongst you. Brenton wins a Turkish tea glass slash candle holder. Here are the solutions for previous PN competitions that have never been won. Cockney Rhyming Slang Word Search, Issue 14-2 Adam had a brave attempt at this very difficult brain teaser. Here's the solution as far as the Cockney goes, but you can still have fun with the word search. The Naming of Cats, Issue 15-2 My first cat was called Biko. After Steve Biko, the famous South African activist, my second custard, and the third, Spooky. Where was this photo taken? Dash issue 16-2. This was taken walking from Homerton Station down the hill through the estate towards Wall Street, 
Anderson Road E96HL, Map Reference, 51.545878-0.043836. As a sort of aside at the end of issue 19-2 there was the following question. There is a notice somewhere in the Clifton Center which contains three typos. Where is it? This only takes a small amount of research, so I'm leaving it for someone to win a prize. Today's recipe is for baguettes. I am indebted to the E5 Bakehouse Bread Making Course, from which this recipe comes, and also to the E5 Bakehouse for the lovely feature photo of this issue. The courses are well worth trying. You end up with recipes, some sourdough starter, and a stack of delicious bread you've made yourself. Here, courtesy of Spruce Eats, is a good series of photos showing how to fold the dough, so you end up with something looking, as well as tasting, authentic. Along with the photos, Spruce Eats offers an alternative recipe, using quick yeast instead of sourdough leaven. Finally, do you remember last year's Bay Day, 8th May, celebrations and the photo sent to me by my country cousin? I'm loving the gun. Here's a photo from 1945, courtesy of Hearn Hill Forum Facebook group. Stay safe out there. Ian Oi. Oz.